Hi guys, welcome back to the Original Studio Podcast. I am James Austin and I'm joined today by my <laughs> compatriot Chris Millwood. How are you doing Chris? Good thanks James, hope you're doing okay yourself. Yeah, doing well thank you. So we're going to be talking about the Worlds today. Uh, going to go into looking at some of those lightweight categories. Um, it's been a while since we've had a podcast out. And I think before we move into the podcast, I think it's important to to mention, to acknowledge uh, Craig Fallon's passing. I think, I'm sure most of you listening here have already heard um, about Craig's death. It's, and it's not something I really think we can do justice to. Um, I do think it's something that's had a massive impact on, on a huge number of people. You know, he was, a, he was an absolute hero to, to many, including myself. And I think that you know, people are going to be hurting for a long time, um, particularly his family. You know, I've got plans to to get some people on the podcast who may want to talk um, a little bit more about, about Craig. Um, so I'm going to invite Fitz to, to come on um, and a, a couple of others, and I'm, I'm sure they'll they'll want to, to, to talk about him and remember him. Um but again, the last thing that I wanted to say was if you if you do want to do something to support his family, uh, there is a memorial fund that's been set up uh, so people can yeah, go donate to that. It's on uh, GoFundMe. You know, it's the Craig Fallon Memorial Fund, or you can could get in, in touch with the the trust at the Craig Fallon Trust at hotmail.com. Uh, similarly, I guess if you yourself or you know someone uh, who's struggling with you know their mental health or your mental health. I would, you know, strongly suggest talking to someone, letting them know. But if you don't feel you've got anyone close to you that you can, then there's a host of organisations that you can get in touch with, um, like Mind Calm Zone or even the Samaritans. What I'll do is I'll put links and contact numbers for all those organisations up in the show notes. So let's. Let's start talking about the worlds, um, Chris. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think first of all, James, just to support you in your in your statement there and your opening uh, announcements, really, and 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 just to echo your your thoughts. Um, completely sad situation, um, and you know, obviously, kind of giving you the this the space to share the the important information there, James. But I think. There's only when I think about um, the World Championships, immediately think about about Craig Fallon and the achievements that he brought about for himself, you know, and, and for the and for the nation really, the, the judo nation of Great Great Britain. So, really looking forward to to these World Championships, um, and I'm, I'm just quite excited, certainly for the British players um, who are going to be stepping onto the tatami and doing themselves proud. I think it's it's yeah it's going to be exciting. World Championships is always exciting. Um, I'm going to talk about the lightweights today, and I wanted to go over sixty kilos, six six kilos, and then four of the women's weights: forty eights, fifty twos, fifty sevens, and sixty threes. And I just wanted to have a look at you know where we thought the medals were going, and anyone else you think we should should look out for. Let's let's start over at forty eights. Um, I think 
this year we've got potentially a few matchups at 48s that uh, are going to be interesting. We maybe didn't see them last year, and it'd be great to get your thoughts. Where do you think? Who do you think is going to be looking sitting in the final? And uh, where can you see that gold and silver going? Wow, really? I mean, 48 kilos, as you say. I think this is. I think there are a couple of weights. Um, particularly 48 kilos and, and also 78 kilos where there's been a development in the number of players that will be in and around the medals from um, the two Japanese then obviously Belotted and the, um, the, the the French girl I think will ultimately be picking up the medals but I think it really depends on how the how the draw pans out how easy the weight cut is for Belodded. Um, I think she's ultimately going to be moving up to 52 kilos, you know, probably after the, Olymp- the Olympic Games. But for me, I think she's the, the standout, you know, being so young, but just being on top of the world. Then again, it's on Japanese turf. They're going to be very, very comfortable in the, in the Bukon Hall. The only, the only person I'd really add to that, again, yeah, you don't want to look past the two Japanese players in Japan. Um, Belodid's reigning world champion and reigning junior world champion. Yep. Um, but I think the, the, the big name that we're missing is um, Pareto, the Argentinian girl who's reigning Olympic champion, who's come back this year and she won the Pan American Games. She's, she's got a copy of results on the board and I think she's going to be looking to, to push she's, push those girls and is, is someone you know who can who can challenge them and I, I don't think she's faced them this year yet well as you, as you say she's got the experience is she two time Olympic medalist I'm just working off the top of my head there um, so, so. gold and bronze I think I think she's got like a fifth or a seventh as well she's been around a long time I know she's She's got the, those hours in the bank, hasn't she? Two others as well for me is uh, Krasnicki and um, Galbadrak. Galbadrak's been there or thereabouts for a number of years. Some good results recently as well. So, kind of, you know, that brings it up to seven, you know, top quality players who all could cause an upset. I think, I think like you were saying, in recent times, there are a number of athletes now who could be there or there about the medals and there's there's I think Belodid's gonna be thereabouts. The Japanese are gonna to want to impress at home, certainly ahead of the Olympics, but there are two or three others, you know, who who are gonna cause trouble. Which uh, probably probably is a good time to move on to fifty twos, talking about some of the Japanese fighters. Num world champion, Abe and you've also got is it uh, Shishimi? Shishimi, yeah, Shishimi, top quality. Can you see anyone pushing those two? Kalmendi, you know, I, I think. Well, ultimately, Kalmendi can put can be the fly in the Japanese ointment in this weight category, but she's going to have to do it again and again. Yeah. What do you think of um, the you French know. girl Butchard? Bouchard, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've, I've got her down from medal, um, you know. And again, depending on what the draw is, but I think, I think she's she's got the quality within her. I don't think she's good enough to win it in comparison to the other three. Yeah, 
you know, I, th- I think I think Bouchard can beat any one of them, but I don't think she can win match after match. Yeah. If that make if if I'm being clear there, you know, she can't. I don't think she can beat two of the three in the same day, and that's what was going to be needed. Yeah, and it's I think it's one of the divisions where you know there's a, there's a couple of athletes in the, the division who could spring some surprises, but I think really and truly we are looking Definitely. at those four to be picking up picking up the medals. Do you know what I I, I mean when we was talking before the European Championships. Mm-hmm. We was hoping Chelsea Giles would put on a good display, and at such a young age, taking a, a medal in the Europeans um, was a bit of a, a, a nice surprise, really. Yeah. And again, I just hope for the World Championships is that she puts on a credible performance for herself. I think coming up for the um, for the Olympics next year, yeah, Chelsea will be flying. Whether she can scrape a seed in at those Olympic Games, you know, who knows. But I think a good, credible performance at the World Championships, taking her onto the level, will be a great platform for her to build a career from. Oh, again, yeah, she's coming into this off the back of two two phenomenal results. She obviously got the the European bronze, but then she picked up the uh, bronze at the Grand Prix in Zagreb. I want to say Zagreb, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's say Zagreb, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, yeah. so yeah, her confidence has got to be high going in. Um, Sticking with the women's, let's look at 57 kilos. Now, again, really strong Japanese uh, in Yoshida. But the list is long of the athletes who are going to push it. Absolutely. You could maybe pull out 10 names um, of people who are going to push it. I think Nakoda's definitely, definitely going to be one of them. You've got the two Canadian girls. Um, Absolutely. Personally, um, the, the four names that you've mentioned, really, I think is where the, the medals will land. Um, I think, for some reason, I really like Klimka, yeah. the Canadian. I think she will come out on top. I know Deguchi, um, again, Canadian, will... I think she's got the... the I think my personal feelings is when it goes head to head between Klimkat and Deguchi, Klimkat for some reason seems to just edge to the edge, whereas Deguchi can beat anyone in the world. Klimkat can beat anyone in the world. I think those two are going to be the two, two of the four medalists. I also think Nakoda, two-time world medalist. This is her stage, really, isn't it? She is one of those super elite competitors. Making it hat trick of of uh, world championship medals, and then you've got y- Yoshida, the the Japanese. But as you say, there are a number of real strength in depth in the way, and it, I think a lot of it will depend on the draw because I think um, in the world championships with the numbers, I think there are easier opportunities depending on some draws where you can win first round match, second round match, all of a sudden you're in the third round and haven't really fought anyone of note, whereas in some of the other events around the world, because it doesn't have the the, the, the volume, yeah. you're fighting tougher competitors. 
competitors earlier on in the rounds, really. So totally. I don't know. I think it, a lot depends on the draw. Do you think? Do you think some of those older guys are going to feature? So I'm thinking Montero, um, Tom Montero, Portugal, yeah. Phil Moser. You know, so I'm putting a bit of a run together. Um, and then obviously as well, you, again, you've got reigning Olympic champion uh, Rafael Silva. Um, Silva. <laughs> you've got the Kosovan. Is, is it Gajkova? Jakova? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you're not going to be wanting to to fight them in the quarterfinals, are you? You know, kind of so far out but so close. It's like you're not going to be wanting to fight any of them. Somebody like Telma Montero, who is strong as an ox, judo is just like you know she thrives on that mat, and and if it goes into golden score, she's just loving it. You know, you you're not going to be wanting to fight fighters that quality. I'm not sure. It's Caracas in it. Caracas uh, is in it. Yeah, you know, Roper's still there. Um, Miriam Roper. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, then are they stall? Stall? Um, are they 63s? Are the German girl? No, I think who's, they're. Who's the German? I think the they're 57. German. They've got a decent German at 57s. Got. I think stalls at 63s. Um, but we've got. There's a decent German at 57s as well. Who again? You're not going to be wanting to. Teresa Stoll, 57's world number eight. Um, you know, just behind Nakoda. She's, again, so many people at that weight. The, the, is there a girl from Taipei as well who causes people problems? She's won a few events. Yeah, yes. and, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think 57's this year is going to be one of the most exciting weight categories. It's, yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be a bit like um, pin the tail on the donkey. You know, it, <laughs> it really... Really, really is, you know, a bit of a... I won't be putting any money on it. <laughs> Let's finish the women's categories uh, today looking at 63s. Again, I think it's uh, opposite 57. It's one of the weights where you're looking at maybe two or three people to take that top spot. I'd be interested to see if you think any of the Brits can challenge them. But really, are we looking past um, Clarice or Tina Tristaniak? I don't think so. The, I think Clarice is the standout. I think Tristaniak's more, much more beatable than what Clarice is. Uh, I think um, Toshiro, the, the Japanese, will be the one to cause the problems for them. Um and then, then after that, again, there are a number of other players who I think will be able to take that fourth medal spot, whichever colour medal it is. You know, Alice, um, European medalist this year, Lucy Renshaw, top draw fighter. You know, we're, both of them will be if they're if if the stars align for them, they will be on that podium. I think. Lucy's been off the boil um, following injury. I think she's, she's found it hard to to get back onto the to hit the level of, of that she was it was competing at pre pre injury. Alice, you know, has got to be pleased with the performance in the Europeans and be again looking to springboard from that. But then you've got you know, for me, fighters like Trados, um, the, again the German, who I think will possibly come through to take uh, to take that fourth uh, medal spot really wow. have you got any other think... thoughts of uh, from them no I was going to ask do you think for for players like Lucy who is coming 
back from you know a long time off a series of results she'll probably be disappointed with given the standard she's been at before um is is a result of the world's that important to her is or is she looking at using it as a a springboard to to mount the rest of her olympic qualification like campaign i i think personally speaking i think it's just a a a platform to get back on the mat and and perform well you know and and by perform well is doing a self-justice in each in each round that she fights in you know if she comes up against the likes of Clarice Ortina to be giving them a match, you know, and which I'm sure she'll be able to do. But but for me, I think the, the within this weight category for the British fighters, all roads lead to the Masters, don't they? Yeah. You know, top thirty two in the top thirty two entrants. I the, the 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 weighting of the ranking points is absolutely huge. That you know there are a number of. Um, Grand Prix in the lead up to the Masters. I think there are four four events. Um, whether the Grand Prix or Grand Slam, sorry, Grand Slams or Grand Prix um, that are in the lead up to that, which I'm sure they'll be split pretty much evenly. Um, and then there, we hit Masters territory, and that's where all four of them will will need to be going at it, all guns blazing. Fantastic. Let's move on to the two men's categories we're going to look at uh, today. Um, 60 kilos. Again, I think the top spot is tied down by one of two men, both of them coming from Japan. Japan. Anyone you think can upset the apple cart and, and cause a surprise? I, th- I, think, I think Ashley McKenzie is one who can cause an upset. I think he could beat the Japanese. And I think Lutifayev can. Possibly not many others. What do you, what do you what do you think on that that way, James? Because again, this is a weight where you know you've got you've got the likes of the French boy um, Kaya, you know Kaya, yeah. Who there's think, a number of fighters who can the, win matches. Yeah, you, the the Russian who's world number one at the moment is. I don't think he can beat either of the Japanese, but he's going to be quarterfinals, semifinals. He's going to be near the medals. Is it Mishiva Badzi? Yeah. Or? Yeah, yeah. Um, you've got the Georgian. You've got the young Dutch lad. Oh, um, see, it's, um, yeah, Jadakarova. I can't can't say his name. I know, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. He's he goes. But he fast, can he fast. can upset people, and he's I think he's confident at the moment. Um, you know, so again, it's a it's a weight class. I think both the Uzbeks, both the Kazakhstanis, can throw. Um, I'm sure everyone's seen the like the highlight reel match between Litfiliev and the, the the two Uzbeks and Rosbiev, um, where they they have like three or four exchanges, and they are highlight reel exchanges, escapes, throws, combinations. It's unbelievable judo. Um, again, they come up short against the two Japanese boys time and again. Takato Nagiyama. I think this year is going to be the year that uh, Nagiyama kind of steps ahead of Takato. Okay. But I think I said that last year as well. I was going to, do you know what I was <laughs> going to say? I heard a lot of people say that. And I think the proof will be in the pudding, really. Yeah. I think definitely. Takato's the man, and as much as we want a, a new king, 
Yeah. I, it's just not come yet. <laughs> I'm excited. I, I, it's, I think it's a really exciting category. And I, th- I'm, I think it's really interesting as well that the Japanese team, which is strong across all the weights, doubled up at 60s and 66, which means 73s, you're missing out on the likes of Hashimoto because yeah. Ono got the spot. Yeah. Yeah. Does that mean that they are set uh, with who they want to go at 73s? Hashimoto obviously lost the world final. It was the world final last year against Dan. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who's not here. And we're, we're going to talk about 73s. We're going to talk about 73s with Tom Reed um, another day. But the likes of Takuto Nagayama, Mariyama, Abe, do the, does the Japanese team see them as much more competitive uh, weight classes? And do they have Ono as the out and out number one at 73s? What do you think? Oh. That's a that's a tough question. I think I think <laughs> I think that's the indicator. But you know the the Japanese have never let anybody be comfortable. I think I think again for them probably the Masters will give them an opportunity to you know for the likes of Hashimoto to prove the selectors wrong. You know I think and I think that that's it really, isn't it? That the, the World Championships aren't the be-all and end-all with regards to Olympic qualification. And I appreciate that the Japanese don't have to qualify and go through that qualifying process, but they will want to take every opportunity to get against their number one competitor in their country to give them one in the eye. Definitely, which which is probably a nice place to come on to the last weight we're going to look at today, 66 um, again, got the two loaded with the Japanese athletes, Mariyama and Abe. Is anyone going to again spring a surprise? World number one, the Mark Velashvili. Is he? Velashvili, yeah. Anyone else? Zantaraya. Of course, coming off the Europeans. He's he's again. You know, uh, uh, the best predictor of future behaviours is. Past behaviours, I suppose, and uh, Zantaraya has proven time and time again on the biggest stage he's a medalist. Definitely. Shamilov. Do you fancy either of the yeah either of the Israelis, Flick yeah. or Shamilov. Both of them. Both of them. Um, I think Shamilov the probably has got the edge over Tal Flicker, but you know, again, Flick Flick is no mug, is it? I think I think those two are the ones who will cause the problems, but I don't think they're going to cause that many problems in relation to um, to Abe, really. The, the, only, the only other two names that I, I'd like to throw out there, um, Vieru, the Romanian, who yeah, yeah, yeah. this year won Baku, won Paris, won Antalya, um, had a lot of good results. I think he's going to be really high on confidence. Um, world number five, so he is starting to push some of the big names. And then the young Italian boy, Lombardo, who's junior world champion. He, he won Tel Aviv. We were talking about him because yeah, he was the lad who beat... Was he the lad who beat Abbe in Paris? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, shocking a lot of people, but his, his record, you know, junior world, junior European champion, speaks for itself. Again, he's not in the, the top eight seedings, but... He is someone who I am quite excited to see have another run out against some of the big names. 
And that's it. And, and, and for me, the the more Europeans that are putting the pressure on the Japanese on home turf, it, I think it's crucial, really. Particularly for net, you know, I I can see Japan getting a hat full of medals at these World Championships. More frighteningly, I, I can see them getting a shed full in Tokyo. Um, and you just want the Europeans to put a hell of a lot of pressure on them now so that they, they don't sit in them, really. Definitely. Um, Chris, as ever, great to have you on. Thanks so much for, for sharing your thoughts. Um, hopefully we'll get you on again soon to talk about some of the heavyweights. Um yeah, take care, mate. Lovely. Great to speak to you, James. Thanks very much for having me.